Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Good Old Podcast. I'm Jackie Franchuli for Wahoo's 24-7, and we have a football recruiting episode this week. We're breaking down a few of UVA targets. Well, specifically, we're breaking down the quarterback targets. In the 2023 class, there are three quarterback targets that Virginia is recruiting. Obviously, we've heard his name several times, Arch Manning. He visited UVA in the spring. Right now, UVA is really not in the mix for his enduring his recruitment, but it is a name that Virginia continues to recruit. This next name, four-star quarterback Avery Johnson, is a name Virginia fans should really know. Virginia is recruiting Avery Johnson very hard at the moment. We spoke to Johnson for an interview just last week, and he told us that the staff has done several Zoom calls with him, and in one particular Zoom call, most of the staff was on it. Johnson right now is considering an official visit to Virginia, which is big. Taylor Lamb and Des Kitchings was at his school for his baseball game. And Johnson has not visited many schools. Because he's currently playing baseball and he's attending school, it's really hard for him to visit out-of-state schools. The only school he's visited has been K-State. So he's trying to get to some of these out-of-state schools. Right now, the schools in the mix that have offered include Oregon, which was just a recent offer, but they have been in communication with Avery Johnson for a number of weeks prior to that offer. Obviously, Virginia, K-State are just some of the schools that have interested him and Washington as well. Now, where things get a little dicey for UVA is that there are other schools that possibly could offer him in the next few weeks. According to Johnson, Johnson said that UCLA and LSU have come by the school at this point, or will come by the school to see him throw. Offers could follow if those coaches like what they see. If that's the case, UCLA and LSU are also hoping for a visit. Johnson is going to select which schools he visits towards the end of the month. So we don't expect any movement on this until he's gone through the spring evaluation period where he sees other coaches come by. UVA is in a good spot right now. UVA has been on him for quite a while, and what Avery Johnson told me was that one of the criteria he's looking at is how much the teams are recruiting him. And UVA has been recruiting him relatively hard. In every interview I saw with Avery, and he doesn't do too many interviews, every interview I've seen with him, he's mentioned Virginia as a school that has been pursuing him pretty hard. So Avery is going to have UVA in the mix. Now they just need to get him on ground. He's going to take about three or four official visits in the summer So they need to make sure he's one of them. And I think UVA has a really good shot of getting him on grounds. Moving forward, there's a new guy on the the board, and that is Brock Glenn. He's a three-star quarterback out of Tennessee. This might be a hard pull for UVA. They're coming in a little bit late on this recruitment. Brock Glenn has had a good relationship with Auburn and Mississippi State for quite a while. Now, Missouri was also a school that was in consideration, but they just picked up a quarterback commit. So this looks like it's an Auburn-Mississippi State battle, and Glenn has told 24-7 that he's hoping to visit both Auburn and Mississippi State in June. Virginia needs to sneak in a visit. There's no question about it. So this next week or two, that is going to be the priority, is trying to get Brock Glenn to visit UVA. At this time, as of recording of this podcast, there's no visit set. So that is something that we'll be watching. 
But as of right now, when you look at the quarterback board for 2023, Avery Johnson is your more like, most likely candidate. That doesn't mean that this quarterback board is not going to expand. Like I said, Taylor Lamb is on the road. So he is still evaluating talent and seeing other quarterbacks throw. Don't forget, Lamb was one of the last coaches to accept a position with Tony Elliott's staff, and he was unable to hit the road in January for that contact period. But he's not just focused on 2023. Like everyone knows, although they're trying to get 2023 class settled, they also have to keep an eye on 2024 because they do not want to be behind in the 24 class as well. So he's been busy going after undoubtedly their number one target at quarterback, Dante Reno, the four-star quarterback out of Connecticut. Now, Virginia head coach Tony Elliott was only on grounds for about, I want to say, less than a month, and he offered Reno. So that's how high Coach Elliott sees Reno. He offered him before he had those signatures on the dotted line for the 2022 class. So it's safe to say that Reno is the top target at quarterback in that class. Last week, Taylor Lamb on Thursday visited Reno's school. And then the next day, Wahoo's 24-7 confirmed that Reno's is visiting Virginia at the end of the month. So we decided to invite Reno to our podcast to preview his visit. So after the break, we're going to have four-star quarterback Dante Reno not only talk about his recruitment, but preview the Virginia visit and how his relationship with Virginia has blossomed over the course of the last few months. Now, I'll note we did record this interview last Friday, so the Friday before Mother's Day. So when Reno references his conversation with Tony Elliott yesterday, that was Thursday night, the same day that Lamb was visiting his school. And of course, the same day that Lamb has hit social media in front of a banner of Reno's school saying that that's where they uh, pick up big, uh, they have big catches that are there. So um, Lamb is definitely promoting that they want Dante Reno in a 2024 class. So after the break, we'll hear from Dante Reno. And welcome back to the good old podcast. I'm Jackie Franchuli for Wahoo's 24-7. And we have a special guest today. We're welcoming in four-star quarterback, Dante Reno. Dante, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. So if if anyone doesn't know, you're a 2024 quarterback out of Connecticut. Um, how has been the recruiting process for you? Yeah, it's been uh it's been fun. I mean, I'm just trying to I mean, just trying to enjoy the most of it as I can. Um, it's all started for me since my freshman year of high school. So it's been it's been fun. Um, it's kind of all picked up now and into my sophomore year this year. And it's picked up over the summer. Um, so it's been fun. Um, it's been a little chaotic um, just with all the amount of phone calls I have to do and what my family has to do on visits and stuff like that. But it's been fun. I mean, you only get to go through recruiting one time. So you got to take it all in and just take in everything you can and relate all the information to the people that you trust and then make a decision after that. How have you kind of kept it so it doesn't get too overwhelming? Do you have a, do you have something that you do to help you kind of figure out, you know, phone calls, you know, cause you're meeting so many coaches too. I'm guessing, you know, two or three coaches per team. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I have a huge phone book and then obviously my phone, um, I try to stay off my phone as much as I can, but if I have to call a coach, I'll do that. And then I keep a journal. I've kept it. From my freshman year in high school, because one of my dad's old quarterbacks, um, he's the head coach at Yale. He did the same thing in college, so I kept that since high school. And 
I take little notes here and then on every single college I've talked to, um, I take a note on them and how every single phone call went and um, what we talk about. And then obviously on visits, when I go on visits, I take it with me and just jot down as much notes as I can because when you're in the moment and you're on a visit and stuff like that, you kind of really think about the little things. But when you get back to the hotel after, if you're staying with the player, um, it's kind of where you can kind of just relax a little bit and write down some of those things. How often do you kind of go back to that journal? You know, especially if you take a second visit to a school, do you often go back after that first visit and see what you saw and what you didn't? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's pros and cons to every school. Um, and obviously the first visit, a lot of stuff's going to go right. And then the second visit, um, you're going to kind of look a little deeper into everything. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely go back and revisit it, but um, I'm just looking for the biggest place where they have the best people in the program. So all the places that I've visited so far and I'm looking to visit, um, they're all places with good people. And that's a big thing for me. Which places have you already visited? So um, last summer I visited Penn State, Clemson, Wake Forest, Kentucky, Iowa, and Purdue. And then I've already visited Georgia, South Carolina twice. I'm going to go to Virginia the 21st to the 22nd, Wake Forest. And then in the summer, I have a couple more plans. So Virginia is your next offer. Coach Taylor Lamb was at your school. Um, how's your relationship been with the Cavaliers so far? Yeah, it's been awesome. I mean, Coach E and Coach, Coach Lamb are also obviously like great people. And Coach Kitchens, um, the offensive coordinator, he's a great guy. And I talk to them twice a week, every single week. And I talk to Coach E probably once every two weeks or more than that. Um, so they've been, they've been doing a great job recruiting me. And they're just great people overall. And, Obviously, they have a huge NFL background of what Coach E did at Clemson, um, building a dynasty they had there and trying to sustain that at Virginia is something that he's looking forward to do. So um, they're great people, and that's one of the things I'm looking forward in, uh, in the recruiting process with them. What's their main message to you when they're talking to you? Yeah, I mean, they just want, like, I talked to Coach E yesterday for about 45 minutes, and his biggest message to me was just, he wants to develop me as the best man I can be and the best football player I can be, um, both on and off the field. Um, not just being a football player, but in the classroom, in the community. Um, that's a big thing that he prides on with his players, and he's going to help uh, Virginia do now. So, um, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing for him. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Virginia offered you on January 15th around then? Yep. So Coach Tony Elliott was only on on grounds, was only a head coach for a couple of weeks. How does that make you feel that he was trying to cement his 2022 class, but here he is offering a 2024 quarterback yourself? Yeah, it felt obviously it felt great. I mean, Coach Lamb, uh, I talked to Coach Kitchens. So Coach E got hired, and then I talked to Coach Kitchens um, the day after he got hired, and then I talked to him twice the week after that. And then – the first week Coach Lamb got hired, I had three conversations with him prior to him offering me. And then on the third one, he came to our school and um, all that stuff. And it was 20 degrees out and it was freezing most of the winter. But um, it was pretty cool to see how they came up to see me, obviously, the first week in the office. And the uh, the emphasis they put on me um, while they've been recruiting me and um, just what they're trying to show that they can do at Virginia and they're going to build there. Um, it's going to be pretty special. So when you take a visit, what are the, some of the questions you want answered when you go on a visit like this? Yeah, what was the question? I said, when you take a visit to Virginia, this is going to be your first time taking a visit to UVA with the staff. What do you want to see? Yeah, um, obviously see how, see how the people interact and see how the whole program is overall. Um, 
obviously see the campus and see the facilities and all that stuff. But um, every every Division one college is going to have that stuff. But just see how I fit the offense, um, see how I fit the people, and um, see how comfortable my parents are, my siblings are um, with the school and all that stuff. And uh, you said you're also visiting South Carolina again. We're taking two visits to them. What is it about the Gamecocks that has you returning for another visit? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Coach Beamer, he's a really good guy, and Coach Satterfield, the offense coordinator, is a good guy, too. So, I mean, they're just, they're just good people overall, and um, it's a good place where they have a winning culture, and obviously Virginia has a winning culture, too. Um, so it's two really good schools um, that I'm kind of look, looking forward to going back out for another visit. And you already mentioned, mentioned this, that your, your dad is the AO head coach. Obviously, he goes through his own recruiting process and goes through – Oh, he's on the other side of things. How much have you lean on him? And sometimes you might get coach speak a little bit during the recruiting process. How much do you lean on him to kind of break it down and just ask questions from him? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I've been around football and him being a coach my whole life. Um, so when I was like a little kid, as long as I can remember, I was sitting in the passenger seat of his car and he had Bluetooth and he used to be talking to recruits and he used to tell me like what to look for, like what type of answers that they would give um, when he asked a specific question. So just going along the process and having him on my side and also my mom too, she's my rock and she's been everything to me. And she also helps me a lot during this process. Um, just having both of them and my dad being a football coach and my mom being the best mom in the world. So it's good for me. Um, it's good for my, good for my siblings to go through it too. Cause they have a lot, they have a lot of input um, on everything. And so it's been, it's been fun. Do you, when you go on these visits, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming your family goes with you. So do you have everyone crowded in the car and kind of break down the visit? And then you might have one person say, I think this is my favorite. And you kind of have that big argument, a family argument in the car. Yeah, it's usually, uh, it's kind of, it's cool because it's kind of mutual. So if one, one of us thinks it was a good visit and the, the rest of us think it was a good visit. But at the end of the day, like my parents said, it's my decision. Um, and I have to feel comfortable wherever I'm at. Um, so that's the biggest thing for me and obviously them all being there, my brother and my sister going through the process with me, it's been, it's been pretty special. And so once the life had opportunity and, um, yeah, it's been, a, I'm pretty really fortunate to go through it. Are you the oldest? I am. Yeah. My sister's the middle child and then my brother, he's the youngest. With, with you being the oldest and also your dad being a head football coach, do you ever feel so much pressure in just your everyday life of one, obviously you have football pressure, but just, just the pressure to, to reach these heights that you wanted to? Yeah. I mean, I feel like pressure is all what you put on it. Um, what you put on yourself. I mean, playing the quarterback position, um, pressure is a huge thing and you got to know how to deal with it. Um, but I mean, I love being a big brother and there are, they're good siblings to me and my dad's off. Obviously he's awesome football coach. Um, so I don't, I don't really feel like there's much pressure on me. I mean, like my mom and dad always said, whatever I do, I'm going to be the best at it and just try and work my hardest. Um, so you, whether it's on the football field or on the basketball court or in the baseball field, um, just playing all those and just, um, going through adversity, um, and being there for all my family. Um, there's not a lot of pressure that I feel. Um, it's just the way I kind of look at it. So what do you do to relieve that pressure on a day-to-day -day basis? Obviously you have so much stuff going on in your life. What do you do? Yeah. So um, there's a couple of things. I love to watch film with my dad. Um, like, like we just were outside 20 minutes ago shooting a basketball and playing pickup with my best friend and um, my sister and brother. So just like little stuff like that. And then we live on a lake. So I love to go fishing. Um, we have a boat and 
we go to the middle lake and we just fish sometimes. So just simple stuff to get away from all the digital electronic stuff, um, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that stuff. Um, it's kind of like little things that we do as a family and um, all that stuff. And uh, finally, I know you have plenty of time before you have to make a decision, but how are you approaching the next few weeks? Do you feel like you want to end it quicker? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So I wouldn't say quicker. Um, I would just say whenever I feel comfortable. I mean, like I've said um, in a couple of interviews, it could be tomorrow and it could be in a year and a half. I mean, whenever I feel comfortable with the school, um, with the program and with the people in the program, then I'm going to make my decision. But I'm not going to rush anything. Um, like I said, you only get you only get one shot of being recruited. You only get one shot of picking a school. So the last thing you want to do is just commit somewhere, just commit somewhere so they don't take another guy. Um, and then you're in the portal a couple years after. So that's not one of the things I'm looking at right now. Um, so I'm kind of just taking it. I wouldn't say taking it slow, but taking a very detailed process. Well, you wanted a break from electronics. So I appreciate taking a few minutes and talking to us, Dante. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. And once again, we appreciate Dante's time to preview his Virginia visit and honestly just talking about his recruitment. Those guys get lots of phone calls and from reporters, but they also are busy making sure they keep up with coaches and keep up with those relationships as well. So we know his time is pretty valuable. So once again, thank you so much for Dante to be part of our podcast this week. And of course, if you're liking what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcasts and also head over to Apple on Spotify and leave us a review. Well, for Dante Reno, I'm Jackie Franchuli for Wahoo's 24-7, and I hope you all have a great rest to your week. Thank you.